Welcome, nerds and nerdettes, to Gaming Nerds Podcast, where we will be discussing everything gaming and nerd-related, episode one. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is... Michael. So, nerds and nerdettes, just so you guys know, uh, our Facebook page is up and going now, so if you guys would go to facebook.com and find Gaming Nerds uh, Podcast on the Facebook, we'll have a link down in the episode description to help you guys find it. We also have a Twitter... At Gaming Nerds Podcast. So, uh, uh, also on the Facebook page, you guys will notice that we have a picture up there with Gaming Nerd, Gaming Nerd, uh, Gaming Nerds Podcast. Um, shout outs to go to Landon, who I believe Matt is he going to be our third host? I he's I'm gonna try to get him to be the third host. He's major nerd like us. Yeah, uh, we good. So uh, third person yeah he's the one that did the awesome graphics for our logo and i guess he's not done with it he's gonna do our characters or do, do our faces in manga form there you go um so you want to jump right into it today matt we got a lot of gaming news or do you want to start with some movie news uh let's jump right into the gaming so GameSpot has <coughs> released an or wrote an article about all the May releases, some of these releases have already passed, and they are some of these. Uh, some of the games that we might not mention that just got announced that releasing in May that these they're not on this either, and I can't find an article for those up. But this is what we've got so far: um, Super Mega Ball or Super Mega Baseball Two, which is free on Xbox Games for Gold right now, came out May first for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Killing Floor Incursion for the PSVR on May 1st. Total War Saga Thrones of Britannia on PC May 3rd. Britannia. City of... Thank you, Matt. <laughs> City of Brass on PS4, Xbox One, and PC May 4th. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on Switch May 4th. And okay. That's one heck of a game. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there just for a second. Donkey Kong Country Freeze... Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, excuse me for anyone that, that so they don't stone me to death, <laughs> um, is, if anyone is curious, it's a port from the Wii U version to the Switch. It's a port from the Wii U, but I heard, same as you, that it was an, it's one of the most excellent Donkey Kong games there is. Yes. Oh, that, that's been released in the in this genre or in this era of gaming and whatnot, back from the N64 and all that. Um, what's nice about this Donkey Kong game is that uh, I heard it's really hard, and so they have the uh, I think his name's Funky Funky Kong with a surfboard, which is like a really easy mode, and so you can still enjoy the game even on easy mode with uh, Funky Kong with a surfboard. And I heard that's really fun too, going there, uh, around on the levels on the surfboard. Yeah, it's funky because we see them in the old Donkey Kong countries, but we never could do anything. Yeah. Okay, and then on uh, Conan Exiles came out on May 8th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and I'm going to stop right there. Um, Conan Exiles, I didn't even know it was coming out on PS4 and Xbox One, but the PC, actually, just on May 8th came out, it was their full release so it was been in early access for, since last January, January 2017, and so it finally came out of early access. 
Um, I'm actually playing that right now, and I'll I'll talk about that later. Um, Destiny 2 Warmind for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on May 8th. <laughs> Bought Destiny yes. 2, and that was terrible investment. Yeah, I, I agree. We're not Destiny fans. Um, Pillars of Eternia 2, Deadfire for PC on May 8th. Raging Justice for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on May 8th. May 8th had a lot of releases. Yeah. Uh, Tacoma for PS4 on May 8th. I'm going to stop on Tacoma for a second. So Tacoma... I'm sure a lot of people knew, and it already came out on PC, and it already came out on Xbox. It's not um, just a place in Washington. Nope. <laughs> um, this game is fantastic. If anyone hasn't played it, I do highly suggest getting it. Well, I got it on PC for a Humble Bundle. Well, tell me I about it. I've, I've never played it. I've never even heard of it. Really? Okay, so Tacoma, they, uh, it's, it's hard to explain, but you're a female that goes up into space for a... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of sat not satellite. Yeah, satellite pretty much blew up, had an accident on it. You're, you're a scavenging team. So you go up and you kind of go through and try to figure out uh, what happened. And your job is not to figure out what happened. You're trying to um, pull data from the satellite. So you're going through the air all the airlocks and you hit these memories and you can actually play back the memories of what happened. You start making connections with the with people that are not physically there. It's just their memories are left there from the accident and so you start making connections you can fast forward in time uh, fast forward in time and uh, it turns into a puzzle because certain people tell you combinations on lockers and so you have to go and find that locker you open up the locker you find some more clues of just like interpersonal relationships in the crew itself while you're trying to extract the data because that's what you're what you're actually there to do and so it's a pretty fun game it's it is an indie game it's a double a game but I do highly recommend it. I'm not doing the game justice. I haven't actually beat it because a bunch of other games came out. But I got right to the very end. But, yeah, I do highly, highly recommend this game. Like you normally um, do with most of your games. Get to the end and stop playing. <laughs> stop, right? Um, other games came out. And I got this game free on Humble Bundle. So, and in all reality, I'll probably go and buy buy it on PS4 just so I can say I put money to the developers. Again? Um, well, yeah, so, that again. Yeah. PS4, um, yeah, it just got released on PS4. It was released on Xbox One and PC last year, and everyone thought it was going to be exclusive to them, but it wasn't. Um, so it finally, the time exclusivity finally ended, and now it's out on PS4. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Immortal Redneck for Switch, May 10th. One Piece Pirate Warrior 3 for Switch on May 11th. Which is a port. Is it? Yes, it is. It is a port from, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say it's a port from PS4. Hmm. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the One Piece games, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan either, but, you know, I own my game store, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr, which is, I believe, just a, uh, a DLC. Came out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I was going to say a new Warhammer 40k game. <laughs> um, Battle Chasers Night War for Switch, May 15th. Dragon's Crown Pro, PS4 for, on May 15th. Horizon Chase Turbo for PS4 and PC, May 15th. Jesus, May 15th's got a lot. 
Uh, Little Witch Academia, Chamber of Time, PS4, PC, May 15th. Uh, Almond Sight. Omen Sight. Omen Sight, not Almond. Well, I don't know how I got Almond out of that. Uh, Omen Sight, PS4. Thinking of Shadow Hearts there. <laughs> right? May 15th. Um, there you Sh- go, Matt. You can say this one. Oh, you mean Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux? Yep. For, For the 3DS. 3DS, May 15th? On May 15th. Yeah, I can't say that name, so I know you could. You, I believe you enjoyed some of his games, didn't you? I own... You own one of the Sin, Sin Megami Tensei games. And so do I. I. I've played quite a bit. But right now, you own Persona 5. That's Sin Megami Tensei. Oh, okay. He just doesn't have his name on it. No. So, this is a 3DS game. Now, <laughs> why are they still making... 3DS games when you got a Switch, which is practically just a larger version of the 3DS. You just don't have the dual screens. Uh, because there's actually still a big market for 3DS games. Uh, they, Nintendo hasn't quite came out and announced that... I mean, they, they've said that they wanted to make a new handheld, but they haven't came out and said that the Switch is it. They're saying that... All they're saying... Is what everyone else is saying is that this is a hybrid system. Yeah, um, I know there was an article probably four or five months ago talking about how the Switch is the next handheld. And that, excuse me, guys, uh, is it time for the 3DS to uh, pretty much sell uh, sell away in the wind? Um, and they said no, they're still going to support the 3DS, but I'm still shocked to see 3DS games coming out with the success of the Switch and how portable it is and how everyone says they love playing games portable on it and that's the reason why a lot of the indie games are so successful on it it's because it's the port- well, uh, portability of it. Same with some of the AAA games. I mean, look how many people have rebought Skyrim again for like, what, the again. ninth time? <laughs> right. Yeah, Tenth time because well. you can take it portable. You know, b- to be honest, if I got, I-, I would get Skyrim again for the fact that if I'm going on a long trip to a con or something, I can go, I want to play Skyrim. Pop it in my Switch, and, you know, there I'm playing it. Yep. Right, we're on, uh... We're on far. far. Yep, Far. Lone Sills for PC, May 17th. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition for Switch, May 18th. Now, this game, I love Dynasty Warriors. So, I never had... And I had a Wii U, but I never had the chance of getting the Hyrule Warriors... When it came out in Wii U, I just never got around to getting. Mo- you know, Wii U wasn't really that great. Most of these games, I most of these games, anyways, I wait on for the fact that I know that they're gonna have a definitive edition, or some ultimate edition that's gonna have everything in there anyway. So there's no point in buying it and then buying the DLCs when, in less than six months, you can go, oh, I can just buy everything with the DLCs. Well, that too, uh, that and uh, this one is just a port over from the Wii U. Um, I believe it's the Wii U edition, not the 3DS edition. Yeah, it's the Wii U uh, edition with some of the 3DS edition stuff added. Yeah. Um, in this game, uh, I mean, if you're a Dynasty Warriors fan or even just a Zelda fan, and you like the style of, uh, what is it, Dragon Quest Heroes? Is yeah, that, Dragon Quest Heroes, uh, Dynasty just, Warriors as well. Yeah, it's just it's just like that. So, I mean, if you guys are a fan of that, I definitely recommend this game well, i haven't played it yet but speaking of dragon speaking of dragon quest heroes that's another game one and two are on the switch yep together while us 
PS4 and Xbox users got it one at a time. Yep. But yeah, Hyrule Warriors comes out on May 18th. Little Nightmares Complete Edition for Switch on May 18th. That's another port. Um, State of Decay Ultimate Edition for Xbox One and PC on May 18th. So I didn't know State of Decay was having an early release for their Ultimate Edition. I'm still not going to buy it. But uh, when we get down to the... Technically a port, Decay, too. Well, State of... That, no, State of... This, I think they messed up, or I messed up. It's State of Decay 2 is what it is. Ah, uh, State of Decay 2 Ultimate Edition? Yeah. It's the new State of Decay. Oh, okay. Yep, coming out on May 18th. Yeah, I, I messed that one up. But uh, yeah, I'll talk to you more about that one when we get down to the other edition of it. Um, Ancestors Legacy comes out on Xbox One and PC May 22nd. Mega Man Collection. Why do I have this on here? Oh, there it is. So Mega Man Collection Switch for May 22nd. Mega Man Collection 2 for Switch, May 22nd. Uh, I don't know why they're releasing two different Mega Man Collections the same day. Why don't they just bundle it together? Uh, I don't know either, but <laughs> all I know is that it's kind of nice to see the return of the Blue Bomber. But to be honest, I would still love to see, like, if they literally came out for, rather they made it for Switch... Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC. But especially if they made it for Switch. If they made the Mega Man Collection, Mega Man Battle Network Collection, I'd be all over that. I'd be like, I'm buying a Switch, I'm buying that, where it's got all eight games or whatever. And that's the thing. Uh, Mega Man, so I was introduced to Mega Man after all the major Mega Mans came out, and I got introduced to the Mega Man games through the Battle Network. And yes, all the Battle Networks are almost the same, but they're they're all good. I mean, their in-depth stories are really good RPGs. I mean, they actually kind of laid a little bit of the groundwork um, of some of the games that we play today, like the card-based games. That's all the Battle Network was. You collect the cards, and then you put the cards down, and your guys have to come out out of, out of the cards. Here's a fun. Here's a fun fact that I don't know if you know or not, but here's a fun fact for the viewers: uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Their card battling system was taken right from Battle Network 1. Yep. So, and that's what I was just saying, is that the, uh, they, a lot of games have actually pulled from their systems, a lot a lot of their systems, and they, uh, Battle Network is always hiding, hidden away because it's a 3DS game at the time. Or not 3DS, a uh, Game Boy Advance game, and they're pretty much Nintendo's handhelds, and so they kind of got shunned on. But... Um, we got Runner 3 for Switch and PC, May 22nd. There's a lot of indie games on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Space Hulk, Deathwing, Enhanced Edition, PS4, PC, May 22nd. State of Decay 2, Standard Edition, Xbox One, PC, May 22nd. So, okay, so Standard Decay 2, um, it's getting a lot of, uh, a lot of people are looking forward to this game because it's on Game Pass, it's Xbox next Game Pass game. Well, the thing about that is it's going to get terrible, terrible ratings. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. A lot of people that are expecting this game have high hopes for it. Okay, so State of Decay 2 is not like your normal zombie game. It has no story. It's not like Dead Rising. It's not like The Walking Dead. So this game is all about getting a... Uh, surviving, practically. You have a, uh, a group of people, a colony. You're trying to... Uh, grow your colony as much as possible so you have to go out and scout um, so it's time management as well yeah well yes you go out and scout to get supplies for your camp 
you come back, you craft things, you expand your colony. So it's not really time management as much. The time management part is if you go out with one character and you, uh, you're out there for a little bit and your guy gets tired and come back, it might take him. Um, it doesn't really show a time, but this is from State of Decay, the first one. Um, it doesn't show really a time, but it takes time for him to recover. And sometimes it could be two, three, four hours, depending on how hurt he is and whatnot. But yeah, so this game is, like I said, it's not like Dead Rising. You don't go out and try to fight the zombies. You actually want to avoid the zombies. You want to avoid making noise. Um, but it, and all in all, it's super fun. I fell in love with the first one from Game Pass on Xbox. I actually played it that, that way. And I really enjoyed it. I screwed up. Um, because if a character dies, it's permadeath. They're dead. And then you switch to another character. I hate games with permadeath. Yeah, a lot of people do. That's what people don't understand with these ones is that Stadia Gate is really meant for a a small niche of people. This game is going to get a lot of attention because Microsoft has kind of pushed it with Game Pass. Everyone's thinking, okay, it's going to be, you know, one of those high-managed AAA games. I wouldn't even call Stadia Gate a AAA game. I would call it a AA game, to be honest. It's... I mean, it's a thirty-dollar game. They're not—they're not sea of thieves in it. They're not putting it out for sixty bucks. It's a thirty-dollar game. And it's very arcadey. Um, it's just a very—it's just a survival game. I mean, it's, it's what it is. It's a zombie survival game. So if you guys are expecting a really in-depth story or anything like that, this is not the game for you. So that's just my take on that. I just want to try and inform people before they go and spend money or try it out and give it a bad review because it's not what they thought it was. Right, but you know, it's weird that the standard edition is coming out May 22nd, but the ultimate edition is coming out May 18th. Yep, so if you buy the ultimate edition, which I think is $60. That's ass backwards. Yeah, it's coming so you get the early access to it, so you get four or five days early. So. But, yeah, I I don't like me personally, I won't be buying the game. I'll just be playing on Xbox Game Pass. Um, I know I have a friend that's really looking forward to it. Um, we, I'm actually hoping to have his guest on here one day, Tyler. Um, his brother, Levi, played uh, the original State of Decay, and he loved it, and he's hoping to get it too. So with them getting it, I'll be able to, with the Game Pass, I'll be able to get it on PC. Matt, if you get it on PC, we can have a four-way party on State of Decay 2 because this one's actually have a multiplayer that help each other out. All right, well, I'll do that then. But I, I have to tell you something that, I mean, it makes, like, this is the one thing that I see a big problem with Game Pass is you got these games like State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves, any other AAA games they wind up putting on there that let's say some big, big AAA game comes out that everyone's been waiting for. It's on Game Pass. You pay $10, $10 a month. You play it for like, let's say, 10 hours a day and you played it for three days and you put and you so you put 30 hours into it and the game wasn't very long it was only 30 hours you just paid 10 bucks for a 60 dollar game yep that honestly hurts the developers for the fact that they're like oh well a game that took us all this time to recoup our money for the 60 dollars we got 10 bucks for and I'm going to talk more about that here when we get to our E3 discussions, but um, because, you know, with E3, they're going to start, Microsoft, hopefully, will start dropping some big names in there. There was a, a leak from Walmart. I can't find the article, so I'm just going to mention some of them here in a little bit of uh, games that are supposed to be coming out. And actually, you know what? I'll just say it now. 
Gears War Gears of War five was mentioned on that list. So if that does come out this year, if we'll find out in a in a month or so when E three comes out. But if that game does come out this year, it's a first party Microsoft game, so it has to go to Game Pass for ten dollars. That's going. We'll see what happens when that when that does uh, come. I'm see a, to, see a situation like that is what I'm talking about. Let's say yep. let's say I have an Xbox One, which I don't yet. I'll get someday. But I get an Xbox One. I get Game Pass. You play Gears Five, and I play Gears Five, and we run through the story in like let's say two days. We just played a AAA game that should cost us sixty-five dollars with tax for ten bucks. Technically twenty bucks if you count both of our game passes. Yep. Yep. Which Sorry. again, Gear or not Gearbox, but Epic Games is gonna be like, well, crap. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out is where. That's what everyone's trying to figure out is where this money's coming from because they are gonna lose a lot of money. And yeah, you still will have the people that buy the games will buy the ultimate editions or you know the special edition stuff that's a hundred bucks. You will have those diehards that buy that stuff. But the casual gamer, I call myself a casual gamer when it comes to getting games. I don't buy all the models and stuff like that. I don't. I just don't have room for that. I move. I move from location to location too much that to have toy, model toys of games and stuff. I wish I could, but I just don't. I can now. Um, yeah right. But, yeah, I mean, people will buy those, but is that going to be enough to make that or to make up for that income? So To be honest, even some hardcore collectors that I know personally and that I follow on YouTube, even they're like, yeah, we're, they don't rush out and buy, like, the grand ultimate edition of certain games. They wait till that stuff's, like, like the ultimate edition that normally costs $150 down to, like, 60 bucks. 60 bucks, yep. Anyways, enough about Game Pass and stuff. Let's get on to this game. All right. Uh, Tennis World Tour is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch on May 22nd. I'm sorry. Who the heck likes tennis games? I I don't know. I hate watching tennis, let alone playing it. What about the Mario's Ace? Are you going to get that for Switch? No. Oh? Okay. I I was just throwing it out there. I would rather lick lick the cartridge. (laughs) Yeah. Are, are you talking about like an old school like Super Nintendo cartridge where you have to blow into them to get them to work? Or the 64 ones? No, I'm talking about I'd rather lick a Switch cartridge than play that. Oh, okay. That. <laughs> and just to let everyone know, I have licked the cartridge before. It is very bitter. It made me Why th- would you? Because of the reason that I heard that they made it a deterrent for kids to put it in their mouth because they put a very bitter substance on it. I'm assuming that's a term for uh, ch- uh, children. Yeah, for children and idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so, I well, I, I guess, literally I guess just you have a son now. Yeah, I literally just like put it on my tongue for a second. My tongue like felt like it went numb, and I like it made me gag and stuff. That's not good. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get through this list one day. Um, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers for 3DS, May 24th, another 3DS game. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Finally coming out. Again? It had a couple, yep, it had a couple delays, but it's finally coming out. And See, I'm surprised it doesn't have a Switch release on that, because I know it's coming out on Switch, too. Yeah, and they're even making an Amiibo for it. Yep. Uh, we got Detroit Become Human for PS4 on May 25th. Looking forward to that. I actually am, um, too. Um, 
with also with State of Decay 2 coming out, so right before Detroit, that's going to hurt it even more. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the dogs, everyone. <laughs> um, continue while Matt's doing that. Uh, Agony for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, May 29th. Uh, Everspace for PS4 on May 29th. Legendary of uh, Kai. Legend of Kai Anniversary. Sorry, guys. I messed that one up. Switch and coming out on Switch on May 29th. Sega Sega Mega Drive Classics for PS4, Xbox One on May 29th. Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC May 29th. And then Harvest Moon. I think the name of it's called uh, Light of Hope. It's on the PS4. I saw it on the PS4 um, for a pre-order, and it's coming out on May 29th. So Another Harvest another Moon game. Yep. And ha- it looks like it's a handheld. Harvest Moon has kind of gone downhill since Team Harvest broke yeah, up and it, went on to it, other stuff. Are they still... Is Harvest Moon still through uh, Natsune, Natsune? Is that how you say it? Oh, Nat, Natsumi? Yeah. Uh, Natsumi in Hell's Lab? I don't believe so. But yeah, um, yeah, I saw a screenshots of this game and it... it <laughs> I mean, I was hoping... I was hoping for, you know... Like, I don't mind the pixely on handhelds, but this looks like Stardew Valley. Practically like Stardew Valley. Hey, Stardew Valley's good. Yes, but I'm for a Harvest Moon, though, I mean, they've had 3D Harvest Moons before, so I'm not sure why they're going back to a Stardew Valley look on a console. I'm not sure if they're trying Probably to... Probably because Stardew Valley sold so well. That's what I was just going to get to. I'm not sure if they're trying to steal some of that, some of that fame back from them or... Or some of that credits, more or less, is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. So, so that's what I got for May. Um, like I said, I've heard some other games coming out in May that have been announced to come out in May. So this is just the list that we got from GameSpot. Um, give me a second. I'll tell you who wrote the article to give credit for that person. Because I almost forgot about that. And uh, all of these articles will be listed down in the description. Yeah. While he's looking that up. We got some gaming news. We uh, Fortnite will not have Avengers skins during the Thanos crossover. Yeah, I mean it's been so that's been going on for a little while. Um, yeah, this is this is kind of an older one, but I'll I'll read some of the article anyways. I won't read the full thing, but it, this is a article from Gamespot again, oh, and it says it. in surprising news, Fortnite Battle Royale has introduced a limited time mode themed around Avengers Infinity War. The crossover event will give players the opportunity to play to actually play as Thanos. But if you're expecting what would appear to be the obvious complement to this Avengers skins, you'd unfortunately be wrong. As soon as the Avengers mode was announced, players began wondering if we'd also see new Marvel skins released. After all, the sale of cosmetics along with the Battle Pass is Epic's primary way of making money for players of Battle Royale, which is a free download, but Epic's argument with Marvel, or agreement with Marvel, excuse me, not argument, agreement with Marvel apparently doesn't extend to such content. So, it looks like you get to play as the Mad Titan Thanos, and then that's it. Yep. And so this article is from also from GameSpot from uh, Chris. Uh, I'm gonna butcher your last name. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, Chris Pre- Pereira. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna assume that's how that's said. 
And that uh, that article from GameSpot earlier about the uh, the uh, game releases was from Callie uh, Peg. I'm gonna misspell your or mispronounce your last name too. Uh, Plaguey, Plaguey. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, go with that. <laughs> hey, you talk about game releases. I'm scrolling down on the GameSpot website and I see a bunch of game releases that we never mentioned in both May <laughs> and June, July, August, September. Yeah, we're in we're in May right now. I know. Hey, hey if anyone cares, <laughs> September twenty first is the Spiral Reignited trilogy. Yep. So. Uh, oh, and also Spider Man September seventh. Yep. Which so and I'm there was excited some more, for. Uh, Fortnite updates too, wasn't there, Matt? Yes, there was. Uh, the other one is to go along with Thanos. Epic Games is updating Fortnite again to make changes to the limited time Avengers Infinity War mode. The Infinity Gauntlet, which features the mega powerful Thanos, um, it, he's been nerfed. Nope. He, well, was no, he was nerfed, and now he's. Right, he was nerfed, and now he's back again. Uh, he was extremely nerfed, but now Thanos' beam is now de deadlier. It does 20 damage instead of 12. Additionally, punch damage is increased from 80 to 100. So you can have full shields of full health. Well, that's 200, but you can have full health and full shields, and he can punch you and take your shield off in one. And to balance this out, Thanos' Thanos's health to give players at least a little bit of fighting edge so he's not one-shotting you all the time. He now stands at 500 health instead of 800. But it doesn't matter. He still has 500 health and you get to run around with 200 at most. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Um, this article is also from GameSpot. We're, we get a lot of our news from GameSpot. We try to go to Kotaku and Game... Uh, industry.biz but they don't have as much as GameSpot does. Uh, they don't like by, us that much. <laughs> right. Uh, this is by Eddie uh, Eddie Mukot. I'm just going to start saying first names. <coughs> I can't pronounce last names apparently. Never could. Nope. Michael language. Um, I'll, ta so I'll yeah, tell you so people. I've known him for years. He had the hardest time saying my last name. Um, also, with this update, they actually uh, had some patch notes, too, that they went through. So, obviously, they did the Thanos changes, and then they uh, reduced the height of the bus when dropping, bigger initial storm cycles, less storm damage early game. So, the first three storms from 5%, 5%, and 10%, that's what they used to be. Now, they are uh, 1%, 2.5%, and 5%. So, they reduced them by a lot. Uh, but the initial gauntlet spawn time changed from bus ride... Plus thirty to thirty to forty-five seconds to bus bus ride plus that one hundred twenty to one hundred thirty-five. Now that seconds. they lowered the storm, that just means people in the first storm are just going to be hanging out a lot more. Yeah, because now they're well, only going to lose one health at a time. Yeah, I ain't one percent of your health. Um, that's what they did in PUBG too. And yeah, when that first storm comes over us, well, I I stay out in there. I don't really care. I'll there's I'm a, done. There's uh, a lot gathering. of people. That stay at it as, as long as you got bandages 
in PUBG yep. or in Fortnite, you got bandages in there or a med well, kit. We'll get to the bandages here in a second uh, in Fortnite. So uh, the next one, they increase the spawn rate of med kits, chug-a-lugs, and uh, big shields. Yep. And they removed the spawn of bandages and slurp juice. So there's no more bandages and slurp juice in PUBG. You mean Fortnite? Or Fortnite. God damn it. Whatever. It's the same game. Almost. Nah, one's better than the other Fortnite. Uh, I'm a PUBG man, so. And I got PUBG on the brain now. But, but yeah, so they removed the bandages and slurp juice from Fortnite. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That means people are going to have to rely on the chug it. The chug a jug and the med kits. Med kits. And med but, kits don't drop that often. Yeah, well, they increase the spawn rate of them. So, how much they increased it by, we don't know. But um, that's that's ridiculous now because I think you can only hold five med kits at a time. I could be wrong. Uh, that's how many I've ten, carried. I think it was ten bandages and five meds. Wasn't you it? could Just hold. Like you could hold fifteen bandages. Okay. But so, all I know is like I've held five med med kits and it's like. That now means instead of you get into a gunfight and you get somebody down and all they got is bandages and can only get themselves to at most 75, I think it is. Now people can be able to heal themselves for full health every time. Yep. Um, and then, of course, Fortnite has the uh, 50 by 50 mode returns. This, I believe 50 it's versus 50. Yep. And I believe it's it says it's for a limited time. So pretty It's sure always for a limited time, but... I think once they're out of their early access, which I thought they were for the longest time, but I guess not. But once they're fully out, I think they're going to have permanent game modes that you're going to be able to choose from. And I think the two biggest ones that they're going to have is 50 versus 50 in Blitz mode. Yeah, I mean... I played Blitz mode. I played Blitz mode once. And I have to say Blitz mode I makes Fortnite... Like, a hundred times better, I believe, anyways. Do you know what Blitz Mode is? No. Blitz Mode is, you start, of course, you know, on the same beginning island. Then, when the bus comes, the first storm's already out and going. So, and, and it's shorter times between the storms. But, it's got, it has an increased gun drop rate. Okay. Yeah, and so with all this uh, updates and and everything going on, Matt, are you thinking about jumping back into Fortnite? I've been just to try it out. I've been thinking about trying it out, especially with the superhero theme. But I mean, if I'm gonna try it out, you should try it with me. That's what I was thinking. I mean, might as well. I mean, I'm not sure when this Avengers or the the crossover is gonna be done, but definitely after hearing all this and. I want to try. I want to try at least. Yeah, I want to try at least Infinity War once before it disappears. Yeah, for sure. Um, hell, we probably do that this weekend if we're not doing anything. I mean, we can play. Uh, yeah, we can play Saturday after I get off work. Yeah. Um, so with all the Fortnite news, we'll go into a PUBG news. We didn't really have a whole lot on PUBG this week. Um, besides, they're just their tests taking out bugs and whatnot. But uh, PUBG uh, the Desert is on Xbox one right now and that so they're doing another test run for the miramar miramar yep the desert um is doing another test run and i believe it's live right now so if you guys uh want to try that desert out go ahead i I tried it out i am not a fan of it not a fan of it on pc and when they ran on xbox one last 
two weeks ago when I tried it, it it wasn't good. Um, a lot of glitches. Um, every time we tried to get into a party with somebody, one person, the game wouldn't read one person right, so everybody had to leave and come back in. It was just a nightmare. A nightmare. So... Um, all right, we're going to go through this next article pretty fast, you guys. Uh, Amazon has a huge Xbox One digital sale. Um, I'm going to open it up real quick, and I will kind of give you guys a little bit of it. The main the main games, and we'll link the rest of the, the article down, down in the episode description so you guys can check it out. But uh, this is from GameSpot. Uh, Chris Reed. Hey, I can't pronounce that last name. So uh, he wrote... On this article, uh, here's some good news for everyone who owns an Xbox One and likes to save money. Amazon is running a massive sale on digital Xbox One games between now and May 19th. It features tons, tons of big recent games at a discount of up to 75% off. So this sale is for Xbox One only, you guys. So if you're a fan of Xbox One games and got a lot of space in your digital hard drive, well, here we go. Um, it's through May 19th, so you guys have until next weekend. So you if you guys are going to be playing games next weekend because... You know, Deadpool's coming out, so who's going to be playing video games? <laughs> <laughs> it features tons of big recent game updates at 75% off. Okay, so uh, so if you have freed up uh, hard drive space, take a look at these discount titles to see if you want to add... If you, or if you want to add a, uh, an external hard drive. Yeah, you could do that too. So some of the biggest games on sale include Assassin's Creed Origins for $36, Monster Hunter World for $45. Star Wars Battlefront 2 for $30. <laughs> I wouldn't pay $30 for Battlefront 2. I'd pay like 5 For um, free. <laughs> right? These prices savings of between 25 and 60% off. The new cinematic co-op game in A Way Out is already $20. Uh, it's down to $20. The open world racer Burnout Paradise Remastered is discounted to $30. Horror fans uh, can save a ton of money on Resident Evil 7, $22. And The Evil Within, $30. And if you're looking forward to Evil this Within 2. What's up? The Evil Within 2. Number what 2. Did I say? You said the first one. Oh, my bad. Talking a little fast, trying to get someone to do some of these articles. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, you can catch up on Laura Croft's first two outings in the rebooted series Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and The Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, 20 year edition for $20. Um, and actually, uh, before you guys buy. The Rise of the Tomb Raider, they have Rise of the Tomb Raider on Game Pass right now. So if you're already a Game Pass member, it's there. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave the rest of this down in the description below. There's a decent but amount. But there's, there's a decent, decent amount. amount. I will I will say one thing that, that's nice, that's a good game that people should try out. Actually, two of them. Monster Hunter Worlds was actually better than what I thought. And Assassin's Creed Origins. Assassin's Creed Origins was a damn fine good game. I'm glad they took that time off <clears throat> when they did to make those game that game. Yeah, like I I had fun playing that. That was a good purchase. You want to cover all this Nintendo news, Matt? Sure. Uh, Nintendo comments on Switch sales. Let me pull up the article here. Yeah, had article it. from it's from Gamespot from oh god by by Eddie. <laughs> Makuch. There you go. You can pronounce it better than I can. Or Eddie Mykuch. Okay, so this article has a lot of uh, yeah, breakdowns uh, in it. It says so. the Nintendo Switch may never match the sales of the Nintendo Wii, but that might not be that might not have ever been possible. The Nintendo doesn't sound all that worried about it. In the English translation of the recent investor Q and A, outgoing Nintendo president Taisumi 
uh, oh, Kimishima? Kimishima said Nintendo is not necessarily looking for the Switch to match or exceed the Wii in terms of sales. Instead, Kimishima said Nintendo will be happy if it can adapt and respond to changes in the market. To help the Switch to keep selling, well, the benchmark is not whether Nintendo Switch sales can surpass total Wii sales, but rather we adapt and respond to changes in the market and strive to continue selling Nintendo Switch as long as possible, Kimishima said. Um, I would just read this paragraph. I'm just going to read a little bit of the next one. Yeah. Uh, the Wii, I can paraphrase the rest of it. Yeah, the, the Wii was a breakout phenomenal success, the likes of which industry watchers and even Nintendo itself possibly never expected. It has sold more than 101 million units worldwide, which is ahead of the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, which shifted around 80 million units each. Comparing against other current generation systems, the PS, the PlayStation 4 has shipped around 79 million units. Microsoft does not disclose hardware unit sales, though Xbox One figures are believed to be lower than PlayStation 4. The Switch has sold 17.79 million units by Nintendo's last count. Nintendo plans to sell 20 million more during the fiscal year. Okay, so what it's pretty much saying is that the Wii has, or yeah, the Wii has been doing, was just a crazy, crazy system. Uh, obviously, because no one at the time was ever thinking of doing motion control for their stuff. Exactly. Um, so right now, let's see here. If it honestly Wii, wasn't for the Wii, we wouldn't have our motion controls in our PlayStation 4 controllers. Yeah. Or PS3 oh, controllers. So we obviously know Nintendo Labo is not doing that good. Well, um, it's cardboard that you build. And yeah. End result is a one hour game at most. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Switch is going to surpass the Wii in the long run. I do believe that it will. I do as well. It. I think, especially during this Christmas and once E3 rolls around, I, but especially this Christmas, I think once Christmas time rolls around, and if they drop the price a little bit, or if they um, have a upgraded version of the hardware like they're talking about, then yeah, I think that they're going to surpass it quickly. Well, like I said, the Wii is at 101 million units, and the Switch right now is at 17.79 million units, so I mean, it, it's got it's got a decent amount to go. I mean, they have games coming out, like it mentions here uh, towards the end of the article, they have games coming out that they know is going to be system sellers. You got Smash Bros., um, coming out, that's going to be a system seller. Again, maybe that's the only one that they mentioned. That's the system seller that they're planning on having to come out. So, I mean, yeah, Smash Bros. is going to be a huge system seller. That's a system seller for me. I haven't bought a Switch, but I'm buying a Switch for Smash Bros. Hey, to, so. keep, to keep on with the Nintendo train, Nintendo is hiring for the new Zelda. There's another system seller. <laughs> yeah, so we already know that there's another Zelda coming out. Um, Nintendo has a level designer job listing for the work on the Legend of Zelda series. The gig is at the company Kyoto headquarters. So it's in Japan. Yeah, the job entitles er, entails working on dungeons, the field or map, cutscenes as well as designing enemies. Nintendo is looking for those with experience as game planners. So, I mean, 
I don't mind a new Zelda game. We know it's not going to be a DLC, so it's going to be a full-on Zelda game. I kind of hope they get away from the survival base. But I hope it's not Skyrim with Zelda skin. Yeah, I know. I was just saying they need to get away from the survivor base. I mean, a lot of it that was their success, but to me personally, that I was not into it because of that. And in another news about oh, hold on, hold on, Matt. That uh, that article was from uh, Brian Ashcraft, Ashcraft at uh, Kotaku. Here's another one from Kotaku. Uh, the virtual console is not coming to the Switch. Nintendo says, and this is by Jason Schreier. One of the best, uh, <clears throat> one of the best uh, writers in the business. In the wake of the news that the Nintendo Switch Online subscription service will include a Netflix-like library of NES games, fans have been wondering: Is the Virtual Console coming back? The answer to that question is no, according to Nintendo. There are currently no plans to bring classic games together under the Virtual Console banner, as has been done on the Nintendo systems. A Nintendo spokesperson told Kotaku in an email late last night. That doesn't mean Nintendo plans to ignore its older games on the Switch, but it doesn't mean that there will won't be a dedi- but that does mean there won't be a dedicated brand for the classic Nintendo's previous three gaming consoles, the Wii, 3DS, and Wii U each had their own version of the virtual console. A branded shop with a limited selection of, of classic games from the Nintendo, from the NES, the Super Nintendo, the S- Nintendo 64, and other platforms. You can buy and download Virtual Console games price meal, piecemeal, then play them on your new console with some extra features like safe states. Yep. So, what does that do for you, Matt? Were you looking forward to Virtual Console? I mean, it, yeah, it would be nice to see them. And they could have even updated. They could start putting Wii and Wii U games since it's got the motion control on there. But I mean, I know this sounds, I mean, and it's still you had to go back and buy it. The games again. I mean, that was a big thing. Is that you know, you've bought that that game on the Wii, you bought it on Wii U, and now you're gonna buy it again on Switch. See, that's the thing. Is there's only so many times that I'll buy Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Because yeah, yeah. after after that point, and I usually, you know, I don't condone this, but after that point, I'll just emulate it. Yep. That's the other thing is, uh, maybe that's another reason why Nintendo's not doing it. The emulation market's so huge that people can just do that and get all the Nintendo games. You can buy a Raspberry Pi for like 90 bucks, which people use as a giant emulation system anyways. You can buy that and put all the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega games all on there and play with those controllers to plug in USB. So it's like... Yep. So, and also, with this, uh, we didn't really put this in our news because we know everywhere is breaking it and it's a huge thing. The subscription service for Nintendo, they're, uh, we, we, now they've got the prices that you have to pay for your cloud saves... Um, and whatnot, and having this Netflix library of NES games, I think that's kind of cool. They're going to bring in 40 NES games come with it. Um, I think the day that they drop the uh, the uh, online service, the day that they bring it out, I believe that's the day that uh, Smash Bros. is going to come out too um, to have it, because why, why, else, why else would you pay for that subscription service to play online and not have a game to play online with? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, I believe for one month it was like 
I can't remember the prices, but I know for a full year it's 20 bucks, and that allows you have cloud saves up to eight consoles. So now I think that's kind of cool. It's a, what they call a family plan. So up to eight consoles can save on that cloud. That ain't bad. No, for 20 bucks a year, and that gives you to play online with all your friends and stuff. So next month is E3. Oh, God. Oh, and man, we got so an article much. about that from GameSpot as well. Uh, you want to? Yeah, you want to take this away, Michael? <laughs> yeah. So, E3 is really close. We all know that. Um, this is the schedule so far. Um, I'm not going to read the article that Eddie wrote. I'm just going to read the uh, the times, and we'll kind of go into it from there. Uh, Saturday, June 9th, will be at uh, EA at 11 a.m. Sunday will be Microsoft Dogs. Sunday, Dogs. June 10th, will be Microsoft 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific, oh, no, I'm reading all these in Pacific Times too, you guys. Uh, uh, Bethesda, sorry, I was trying to make sure I'm saying it right because I always say it wrong. Uh, Bethesda at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Monday, June 11th, is Square Enix at 10 a.m. Ubisoft at 1 p.m. And Sony at 6 p.m. Uh, and then uh, Tuesday, June 12th, will be Nintendo closing it up at 9 a.m. So, uh... A lot of E3 news has been coming out lately. Um, we had a leak. Walmart, a Canadian Walmart leaked the. Uh, and so we don't. We didn't write on it. I should have, but we didn't. Um, a lot of the games on there were uh, Gears Five, a new Assassin's Creed. Um, they had Rage Two from uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. See, God. see, he gets I it wrong, people. <laughs> Um, we're going to stay on this topic for a little bit because I kind of want to hear what you think will be some of the games. So EA, I know EA is going to be talking about uh, Anthem. They, they announced, I believe it was today or yesterday, that they're going to be talking about Anthem at length on their EA presentation. Uh, and I believe they said it's coming out in March 2019. Is that is what they're planning? So, I mean, I'm not like... I'm honestly not looking forward to Anthem, but that's just me. It's just a, a uh, another version of a of Destiny. Yeah, that's that's why I'm not looking forward to it. Um, my Fire's thing. Go ahead. My what? thing that I want to see, and I've told the wife this. I've told plenty of people this. Um. Now, I stepped away for a second. Uh, is Square Enix having a conference there? Yep, that got announced a couple days ago. See, I think that the only thing that Square Enix is going to have to come forward with by now is Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. If they don't say Kingdom Hearts 3 by E3, then we know for a fact it's not coming out until 2020. I mean, um, even if they come out and say it's not coming out until 2019, this day on 2019, then, you know, if they say that, Everyone will be happy. But if they're there at E3, then they got to be announcing that. And they'll probably announce it for, like, Christmas of this year. So, yeah. Um, actually, I want to talk about... Last time Square Enix did a E3 was in 2015. Um, so, some of the games that they talked about in 2015 were some major games. You had Nier... You had the near uh, release, near two release. 
Uh, I'm trying to find... You mean near Automata? Yep. Uh, I'm trying to find where else they had. I believe they had the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Can't believe it's that long ago. <laughs> so um, if it's ever going to come out, just like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> um, they had Just Cause 3 they talked about. And they better not come out episodic, but... Yeah, right. Um, they had a clip of the Rise of Tomb Raider. Uh, Which I can't Yep, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, the World of Final Fantasy was announced. Kingdom Hearts 3 Good had game. gameplay footage that day. Uh, um, and then they showed Deuce X, Mankind Divided. Deuce X. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then they had new Reliance games, which is Nier Automata, Tomb Raider Go, Kingdom Hearts... Uh, Unchained Key. Which is uh, the phone game yeah. that nobody plays. Uh, Star Ocean, Integrity, and Faithlessness. Which I have, and I kind of haven't too. touched that much. And Project uh, Susana. Or, uh, how you say that one? Project Setsuna? Setsuna? Yep. I am Setsuna. Uh, yeah, at the time it was called Project. Yeah. But yeah, I am Setsuna. I am Setsuna. Yeah, so those were the games that last time Square came out and announced. See, so, again, that uh, like they're probably going to just to be jerks, they're going to show off these like small minutes, well not really minuscule, but like these these kind of smaller games that no one's really heard about and then they're going to blast us at the end. Boom. Have the music playing for Kingdom Hearts and everyone's going to freak out. Like if yeah, they if they literally don't show Kingdom Hearts, I mean, if they do, they're going to take the show right there. They're going to take E3. Yeah. If they don't, then this is going to be one of their worst E3s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, with uh, Square, though, they don't have a whole lot to offer, really. They got the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They have, uh, they have Kingdom Hearts 3, which we know is going to be there. Shadow is going to be there. It has to. If it's not... Kingdom Hearts 3, then they're going to fully come out and say, alright, the Final Fantasy remake is done. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy 7 remake is going to be there. They're going to show DLC for Final Fantasy 15. The game never ends. Um, it ends. They are going to they, they show a new DLC for that. We all know that. Uh, what new games are they going to think about releasing? I mean, do they have a Just Cause 4 coming? Do you think? Maybe. Do you think they made enough money with Just Cause 3? I don't know. Another one? I... I I didn't play Just Cause 3, so... I, I played the free version on PlayStation Plus, and I only got a little bit, and I was done with it. <laughs> yeah, see? So, that That's uh, exactly what I'm saying. It's like, do we really want to keep going with this? Is there a new, another Deuce X coming? Deuce I X? Not. I hope not. Deuce X? Um, uh, I don't know. Square, Square's got a pretty big, big time slot, so... I mean, they, yeah, that's the other thing, is they have a huge time slot, and that's like I said, I think the majority of that is they're going to show... I honestly think they're going to show, like, Final Fantasy 15 DLC. Maybe a couple, like, smaller games. And by smaller games, ones that they, like... JRPGs and... A couple JRPGs that they had, like, a small team working on. Yeah. And then, to top it off, for, like, the last, like, bit of the show, they're going to be like, boom, Kingdom Hearts. And if not Kingdom Hearts, then they're literally going to come out and go... Here it is, the fully done, and here will here's when it comes out, Final Fantasy VII awesome. Remake. Yep. 
Um, is there is there a chance, even a sliver of a chance, of a new Final Fantasy game getting announced? Right now, no. Final Fantasy 16, no? You don't think? I don't think so, since they're still working on quite a bit of the DLC well, stories for 15. 15. Okay. They still have a Arden story that's coming out, uh, I believe a Core, and I think a Luna Freya. I could be wrong on the third one. Yeah, I think a Luna Freya has been announced, I believe. But I know I've seen an Arden one, so you get to play as Arden. Yep. yep. Um, uh, yeah, what about a Final Fantasy Online update? Is that a square behind that? I, I'm not sure. I'm not... I never really played Final Fantasy Online. I've never touched any uh, of them. I don't follow it. I just know the name. So, <laughs> and that's the other thing is, if they do create sixteen, is it going to be sixteen itself, or is it going to be online? Yeah. Oh uh, god, they need to stick. They 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 have one online game they can stick stick with. They don't need to make another one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't eleven online? Yeah, and then the they made twelve. Yeah, the Realm Reborn was the one that was supposed to fix 11. No, no, because a Realm Reborn... Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Yes, that was the DLC that came out for it, yeah. But yeah, and then... Uh, was, no, that was 14, wasn't it? What? 14, I believe, is... Or thir- they had 13, then they had 14. I think 14, 14 was a Realm online, Reborn. Online, yeah. 14 and so was online. 11. Because they had 10, 11, which was online, oh, and no, then they came out with 12. Because 11, when it came out online, it was PS2 only. Yeah, it was garbage. And then... I, I, I couldn't get into yeah, it. Yeah, and then they had 12, then they came out with 13, of course, and then 14. And then they, they decided to fix 14 with a Realm Reborn. Yep. Okay, so, uh... Ubisoft, you there? So I'm not sure if you're on there when I was talking about the Walmart leaks. I did. Um, on one of the Walmart leaks, it just said Assassin's Creed. <sighs> Do we get another Assassin's Creed this year? Are they going back to one year? I hope not. I really don't. I, I really do. I hope they they don't go back to one a year. I hope they're like they learn their lesson. Like I hope they show it and they go. Here's another Assassin's Creed. But it won't come out till 2019. Okay, what about uh, another one that was announced, or not announced, but shown, was uh, Splinter Cell, the next Splinter Cell game. That they, they just literally need to bury that series. <laughs> I played Blacklist, and I was not a fan of it. Yeah, that was another one that leaked was Splinter Cell. And the reason I'm going over Ubisoft games is because we're going down the line, and Ubisoft is the next one in line. Um... Actually, well, like we Ubisoft, but we we skipped over Microsoft and uh, and the one I can't pronounce, Bethesda. But, uh, Bethesda, yep. Uh, Bethesda, they've pretty much confirmed. They haven't officially confirmed, but they pretty much confirmed. Rage Two is coming out. I never played Rage One, so I don't have an opinion. Um, is there another Fallout coming, Matt? With Bethesda, I mean, yeah. It's got to be another Fallout or. It's got to be one of those because it's got to be either another oh, Fallout or, or, a, Sky, or not a Skyrim. I think it's gonna be another Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. It's got to be another Elder Scrolls because Fallout Four is not as old as Skyrim. No. And I no. really, and I really think that Skyrim's gonna be the. Uh, I think another Elder Scrolls. They got it. 
By this time, they gotta have an Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the reason why I asked that is because they're, they they close out Sunday night. So, with that big of a time slot, I mean... Yeah, they have three hours. Yep. Just like... So. Yeah. And just like uh, Square Enix uh, for Monday opens, and they have a huge time slot. Yep. From 10 a.m. Well, to got, 1. They got they got two hour? Two hour? And that's if they don't take a break in that's between That's like the, three uh, hours, actually. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking they'll stop at noon and then give it an hour rest or whatever for everyone to get two Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, something like that. But, yeah, they have a pretty big time slot, too. Um, Microsoft, are we hearing... We have the Gears 5 rumor. Are we hearing anything from Halo? This On their uh, timeline of Halos, this is a Halo year, if it follows that trend. Do we hear a Halo? Or uh, not, not? I mean, maybe not a Halo, but I'm going to jump into another article real quick and we'll go back to this i don't think we're gonna hear a halo but i think we're gonna hear another fable since the since we know now that fable is returning it's being yeah, made well, by the uk developer playground yeah that, yeah and I it's mean, and it's going back to albion that'd be nice um yeah, i miss line bridge or like Li- lion's head line what lion head Lionhead, okay, something like that. It's Lionhead. Uh, I got the article right here. Yeah, I know. I was just like Lion something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I missed that producer or the developer. They're, I mean, they made Black and White. Who doesn't love those games? But <laughs> Black and White. Gotta hey. remember those. <laughs> I like those games. I made my They're cat demonic. Games. Yep. So did I. My poor, I think it was a tiger. I made demonic. I made my cow demonic. <laughs> so I had an evil bovine. Oh, man. I wish they would have made a third. They uh, would have if they didn't get shut down. Yep. <sighs> um, so Sony. Sony finally, finally put their time slot in. Took long enough. Um, they have actually confirmed this on a uh, PlayStation official blog. They confirmed that they are going to focus their E3 presentation on four games. Death Stranding. Ghost of uh, Tishiyama? Sorry, guys. Uh, You got me on that one. Tishima? Ghost of Tishima? That's what it is. Uh, Spider-Man and The Last of Us Part Two. Hmm. Real quick, my my article was, was by Wesley Yin Poole. And that was on Eurogamer. It is an older article too, so yeah. I mean, it's it's confirmed news, but it might as well. I mean, we're talking about E3, so having E3, it should be at E3 if they're far enough ahead. Yeah. But yeah, so Sony's got the four that they've already announced, so they're not even they're not even looking. They're pretty much getting ahead of all the leaks. They're like, yep, here's our four four first party games that we're going to look at. So no, so so no new system, huh? No, no. Oh yeah, that's another thing. No, no new hardware. They have announced no new. So hardware. So everyone worrying about oh they're coming out with the PlayStation Five already. They were in wrong. 2019, in 2019, no. They yeah, 
If there was coming out in 2019, they would announce it now. So you you guys are good till about 2020, 2021. If you guys want to get a PS4 Pro or anything like that, get it. I think they at most... Release new hardware. I think at most, if they are going to release new hardware, they'll introduce it in 2019, and they probably won't come out with it fully till 2020 or 2021. That's what I was just saying, 2021. Somewhere right around there. They'll, uh, they'll probably unveil it E3... E3 of 2019 and go, all right, this will be available to buy in 2021. Yep. It's like or, the same with PlayStation 4 here. It was announced in 2013. Or it was actually announced back in like 20... It was like, I think it was like 2009, 10, something like that. And then it didn't come available to buy till 2013. Yeah. So... We're still kind of on the E3 article. Going back to... Uh, E3 train. EA. Yeah, going, there's going to be a lot of E3 news from here on out. So, I'm um, going back to EA's uh, thing. Their Battlefield... The new Battlefield game is going to be uh, showing at E3 too. Well, they didn't say it's going to be there, but they said... Oh, yeah, they, did, they said it's playable at E3. So, they're going to have a playable version of Battlefield there. Battlefield's taking place in World War Two, So, it's copying Call of Duty. Doesn't surprise me there. Um, yeah, not surprising. And they actually, they in and on their article that I'm reading, well, that I'm taking it from, uh, from GameSpot, Eddie, again. Um, Eddie. <laughs> a, uh, the title says it includes single player campaign. To me, that's a hit on Call of Duty since Call of Duty is ditching their campaign. They they wanted to make sure that everyone knows that Battlefield is having camp as having a single player campaign. Well, that you know, at least we know that it's gonna have a single-player campaign. Yeah. Um. So, they said I'm not gonna read this article. I'm just gonna pull parts from the article. They're uh, they didn't say when they're gonna announce it. That's kind of what the E3 is gonna be for. But they did get asked, "Are you guys going to try to release this year? With the this year being already stacked, I mean, you got." Games coming out everywhere already, and everything's getting plugged in because of in September and early October because of Red Dead. Um, so they said that they don't care about Call of Duty. They have competed with Call of Duty and they've succeeded with Call of Duty. And then, and then they got asked about Red Dead. Well, what about Red Dead? They didn't really say anything about it. They kind of avoided the question. Me person, they said they really weren't. Well, quote on, I'm not sure where they said. Um. Yeah, they, they, they didn't uh, say anything about Red Dead. They just said they're extremely excited about the game. So they didn't answer the question if they're going to put it against Red Dead. My personal opinion, if it goes against Red Dead, it's going to get steamrolled. Um, this game has threatened Call of Duty. Call of Duty has never, hasn't released in October in the last four or five last releases, and they're releasing in October because of Red Dead. They've came out and said it's because of Red Dead. Um... Battlefield always loses to Call of Duty 9 out of 10 times. So if Call of Duty feels threatened, I think Battlefield needs to be feel threatened. needs to step either before Red Dead, right around the same time as Call of Duty. Because if they go after Red Dead, they're going to get steamrolled. No one's going to buy it. Unless it's late December. But at that point, you're out of the running for, for all the rewards for the game of the year. So I don't think they'll do that because it is a reward-based uh, company. So... Yeah. That's that's my two cents on that. Matt, what do you think? I mean... Uh, I kind of agree with you. If they 
announced their game before Red Dead, everyone's just be like, eh, whatever. Yep. You'd be like, I'd rather play Red Dead. Exactly. And I me, mean, personally, I'd rather play Red Dead, too. Yeah, I I played a little bit of the first one on PS4 now, which is a horrible experience. I don't recommend that. <laughs> uh, I want to get the... Uh, I want to get the uh, newer version. Well, it's not new. It's just the uh, revamped, redone Xbox One. Uh, what are they calling it? Xbox One backwards compatibility. And they made it backwards compatibility, and they pretty much made it into an uh, enhanced edition of it. And mm-hmm. I guess it looks really good. I want to pick up a copy of that before Red Dead comes out because they're not going to make. Uh, they're not going to make a uh, a remake of Red Dead this close to Red Dead Two. Yeah. So, keep going with some of the news train here. Uh, Conan Exiles has sold over one million copies. Yeah, and so this was uh, this article was put out the day of, and this is from the official Fun uh, Funcom's website. Um, so this was the day of its release, and it sold one million copies. So don't get all excited, everybody. It didn't sell one million in one day. I promise you. Um, a lot of these sales were they from wish. early access from yeah right. A lot of these sales were from the early access time from January 2017 to now, and so. But still, congratulations to Conan Exiles and to the Funcom uh, producers and whatnot for making a good game. Yeah, yeah. So, I've played it a little bit and it's pretty damn hard. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Ah, uh, you just suck at games. I, I do suck at these type of games. I. I I'll explain more later. <laughs> um, Want to go on with this Capcom news? Sure. Uh, so, Monster, so. Monster Hunter <laughs> World drives Capcom's most profitable year. This comes from GameIndustry.biz by James Bachelor. Bachelor. Okay, odd Last name. Names, man. <laughs> <laughs> odd name. Capcom enjoyed its most pro- profitable year in history thanks to the ongoing success of Monster Hunter Worlds. In the Japanese publisher latest finance results accounting for the year ended March 31st, 2018, net sales were reportedly as 94.5 million yen, 867,005.5 million US, up to 8.4% compared to the previous fiscal year. There were great increases in the terms of income, with operating income up t- up 17.5 percent to 16.04 million yen, 160.6 million U.S., and ordinary in- income up 21.2 percent to 15.3 million yen to 100 uh, or 140.5 million U.S. So, yeah, that's a lot of. Uh mumble jumble because of the uh, breakdown of currency. Pretty much what it's saying is that Monster Hunter did... They made a shit ton of money. Yep. Um, so, in comparison, uh, farther down the article, it compares a little bit of the games um, to like Resident Evil and stuff. Matt, do you see where it says that in the article? So, uh, you want to read a little bit there? Sure. Let me pull it. It says the, it says the Let game me scroll down far enough. Yeah. So... Sorry, everyone, I'm trying to... Though, the game's record-breaking success has already been documented by an ongoing internal tracker of Capcom's millions 
million selling game notes that shipment and digital sales for the game now exceed 7.9 million units, comfortably ahead of the 7.3 million achieved by Resident Evil 5, the publisher's previous biggest seller. I could see Resident Evil 5 doing that. How many times you and I played the story? Yep. The Resident Evil series is still Capcom's biggest finance with 83 franchise. A franchise with 83 million units sold, according to another internal tracker. But Monster Hunter is still the second best-selling series with 48 million sales, ahead of Street Fighter's 40 million. Capcom oh. notes that it also enjoyed strong sales on the Nintendo Switch, primarily thanks to Monster Hunter XX and Ultra Street Fighter 2: The Final Challengers. So yeah, so in comparison. It, it sold a lot. I mean, it's really helped Capcom out. Um, Resident Evil still is going to be a similar one. So you, got, you guys got to think of how many Resident Evil games there has been. It's been a lot. But Resident Evil 5 being its number one at 7.9. Or, yeah, it's... No, so it exceeded Resident Evil 5 at 7. 7.3 was Resident Evil 5. Yeah, so it just went over Resident Evil 5, making it the, the best-selling game. So, Monster Hunter World, if you guys are still on the fences about it, which I don't think there's anybody on the fences of Monster Hunter World, um, definitely get it. I'm not a Monster Hunter fan, and I really enjoyed it. Um, For the, like, definitely. little bit we played. Yeah, we got to, like, the halfway point, and we kind of fell off. The grind got too much for me. It, yeah, it got way too tedious. It, plus the game, even still now, is still broken. Just to give people a heads up on the game... If you're going to play it, play it solo for just about 90% of the game because... Until you get to the very end. Yeah, because you go fight a creature, you can kill it on your own solo. You, you team up with a buddy, it becomes hard. You team up with two buddies, it gets really hard. You team up with four, with the, if there's four of you, you team up with you and three other buddies, it gets easier. Well, the reason for is that as soon as you get into a party with one person, it, it assumes that you're going to get two more people. So it always changes the level difficulty to four people, even though you only have two people. And so it just it makes it that. That's the reason why it gets harder. So if you're going to party up, party up with four people. Don't party up with All two. the time. Yeah. Don't party up with two or three. And you got your uh, calicos. Try to make palicos. a difference. But, palicos. Yeah, palicos, excuse me. To make a difference, but it doesn't, it doesn't help. No. Um... Speaking of more news on Capcom, though, so due to Cap, or, uh, Monster Hunter's huge success, Capcom has came out and said that they're going to release two more major titles yeah. um, this year. This uh, broke on GameSpot from Oscar Deus, is the one that wrote the article. Um, so, so they're going to release two more major titles, and and these gonna, two these I'm, two games will. We'll see worldwide release and not be Japanese exclusive titles. Yep. So I'm not gonna. Go, we're not gonna read the entire article because we've been on this news for a while, quite a while. There's a lot of news this week. Um, but so to give a kind of refresher, I'm probably thinking, well, what kind, what uh, titles does Capcom have that are amazing or that are uh, major? So they have Street Fighter, Mega Man, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, Dead Rising, Ace Attorney, and of course Monster Hunter. So, out of those games that everyone's thinking that it'll be out of one of those two game series. My personal opinion, it's not Street Fighter. I think it's Mega Man. I think it's Mega, it's Man, Mega Man 
And I think it's Mega Man. I was going to say, I think it's Mega Man and Devil May Cry. Uh, I don't think it's Mega Man. I don't think Mega Man's major. I do. Um, I do. So we'll, yeah, we'll agree. We'll agree to disagree on that one. Um, Devil May Cry, I there's been a lot of rumors of a new Devil May Cry game coming out. I wouldn't I, mind it. I I think it's time for a new Devil May Cry. Better than DMC. <laughs> yes, please. Please. Uh, I think, personally, it's going to be Dead Rising or Resident Evil. Um, I have my doubts on Dead Rising. They actually closed a couple studios that were working on a different part of Dead Rising to focus on another part of Dead Rising. So I don't know if Dead Rising is going to be it, and I think it's too early for Resident Evil. Um, Normally, we would have heard something, heard something by now if it was Resident Evil, unless they're going to announce it at E3 and they've been keeping it hush-hush for for so long, and now they're going to announce that at E3 for a January release like they did with uh, Resident Evil 7. So, yeah. I uh, mean, in all reality, actually, no, there is news of Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, they've been remaking Resident Evil 2, and that got delayed, and then got delayed again, and got delayed again. Is it is this going to be Resident Evil 2 they're talking about? The remake of that? Is that what they're talking about, Major? Maybe. I mean, we'll find out at E3, hopefully. Hopefully at E3. <laughs> and let's keep this train a rolling. Uh, I already talked about the uh, playground making Fable 4. So we got the Belgian Gaming Commission recommends criminal prosecution on illegal loot boxes. Oh boy. Do you want to talk about this? Right yeah, now? I'll talk about it. The, the Belgian Gaming Commission, BGC, has suggested that criminal prosecution should be undertaken against Electronic Arts, Valve, and Activision Blizzard over loot boxes in their respective games. With the releases, with the release of its re- research report on loot boxes, the BGC has clarified... <clears throat> it's clearly defined. ...has clearly defined the parameters of what does and does not con- con- constitute, constitute gambling. gambling and the way in which FIFA 18, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, and Overwatch... Can con I can't intervene the like a legislation the the yes <laughs> we can't <laughs> speak today guys it's it's You're late right. over here so that's yeah, another reason at work all day um I'll I'll take it from here the report lays out recommendations of what steps should be taken next to handle the issue um this article pretty much just goes on about how uh certain loot boxes they're talking uh. That's you know. drop. <laughs> right? So there's a EA. They've been warned pretty much that they have to change the parameters. Uh, this loot box conversation has been going on for a long time now. I think it's BS. Um, I, I get that I can see how it's addicting to gambling, but if it's not affecting the game, like, yeah. I would say if with Fortnite, if they. Make four uh, all of Fortnite's all co- uh, all of Fortnite doesn't do look. It's box, cosmetic, boxes. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, that's what Overwatch is cosmetic too, and they got yeah, but it's loot box cosmetic, which means you yeah. still got to buy something to get that. You got to buy it, and that's what this is pretty much talking about. Um, because uh, because uh, Overwatch, you don't know if you want to get this if you're gonna get the skin that you want, so you got to keep getting more and more and more, like gambling, unlike yep, and that's. In Fortnite, you can get what you want. 
Yeah, and that's what it talks about right here. It's taking Overwatch as an example. Using real money, players can purchase loot boxes containing random collectible items. And, okay, so I'm going to read it straight from the article, and I'm going to put my two cents into it a little bit. Uh, they kind of warp the terms of loot boxes when they when I say this, and you guys are going to understand it. Uh, taking Overwatch as an example, using real money, players can purchase loot boxes containing random collectible items, which constitutes a wager. Okay. I mean, that's that's a warped way of looking at that. The chance of a win or loss concerns the wager itself versus the value of the items in the box. Yeah, you know the epic items are going to be harder than the, harder to get than a common item. We all know that. <coughs> I'm dying. Despite being entirely a, uh, aesthetic and not treadable outside of the game... <coughs> God. Sorry, guys, I'm dying. <coughs> uh, not treadable outside of the game. The items have a player-ascribed value that is altered by artificial... Uh, uh, scarcity. Oh, I can't talk. Scarcity. Thank you. Limited edition items and four of the categories of rarity. So, no open beer over there. No, I'm opening water because I'm dying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So they they kind of warp everything to make it sound like it's really bad. And it's not the person that wrote the article that doing it. It's not a. Hayden Taylor that wrote the article on uh, Game Ninja.biz. It's just the way that Belgium is looking at it, and they want to start uh, taking legal actions against the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bunch of BS. Um, it's cosmetic. It's not breaking the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if they want to start doing something like that, they need to put... or Well, the easiest thing they could have done was just put on the front of the box or the back of the box game contains loot boxes uh takes real money to earn or can be purchased from real money boom just somewhere on the case that you're like hey yeah this if you buy this game you buy there is a chance to buy or there is a gambling aspect to it Mm -hmm. to where you where you have to buy with real money loot boxes to get certain items (sighs) sorry you got the ons going on here (laughs) but yeah so so i got something for you you're going to get a kick out of this one. The Shanghai Dragons lose their second coach this season. Really? Yes. So, I'm <laughs> so follow-up news since last it. week. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys haven't been following, the Shanghai Dragons did lose those matches. Like we, like that article mentioned, they were probably going to against London. Um, so, that's what, so 28 and, or 0 and 28? No, they're, they were 29. So, they're 0 and 30. 0, 0 and 30 now. now. So, they think losing the second coach is going to help them, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Blackout, uh, go ahead. And then our final news story. Matt was going to try to jump the gun on me on that one. Yeah, sorry about that. The final news story of the night, finally. It took us a long time. We're working on it, guys. We're going to try and figure out what what needs to be on here and what doesn't. It's still a work in progress. Blackout uh, 4 makers, Treyarch, are teasing zombies on Twitter. Yeah, and does this surprise you, Matt? No, I mean, Treyarch started zombies. They're the ones that created it with Nazi zombies. So, I mean, we all, we know from this, if you've been playing the last five Black Ops, or five uh, Call of Duties, you know they're zombies. It's one of their biggest sellers. They're or aliens. Zombies. Or aliens. So, uh, so that's, that's that for news. That's Let's it for news. We have, we have no reader mail. I mean, I got, I got a, 
if if you guys want to submit anything, rather we read it on on air or you just want to call us idiots, go or ahead comment and, or comment or, or, or comment on us. Go ahead and email us at gamingnerdspodcast at gmail dot com. All one word. And I'll put that in the description of the uh, uh, episode too. I I do have something quick. Uh, I don't want to pull out the the article, but I'll just say real quick that. There is a possibility that the Nintendo Switch might be getting banned in the U.S. I saw that. Um, I'm assuming it has something to do with what you were talking about last week. Yes. Well, no, it's not just that. It's, it wants to get banned because supposedly a company, I forget the name of it, and again, I'm too lazy, I'm tired to pull up the article right now, it said that, the, that Nintendo copied their patent and the design and is doing a copyright infringement even though oh. even though yeah, i heard about this their system is only meant for tablets and stuff like that while the while nintendo's is something completely different and meant just for nintendo yep yeah i remember reading something about this um yeah and nintendo went on saying well we have the uh we have Joy-Cons that go on the side of it that I can slide on and off. I mean, there, there's there's obvious, obvious uh, differences. There's huge that, differences to it. Yeah, that somebody is just wanting money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing to worry about for us. Switch, oh, I'm not a Switch user yet. I will be one day. But yeah, there's nothing to worry about. Nintendo's got that. Nintendo's lawyers are probably over, over mm-hmm. and laughing. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so that's about it for that. Um, what games have we been playing today? The, this well, this week, this week or month or whatever you want to say. Uh, I've been playing some Persona Five. I'm like I mentioned, I've been playing some Conan Exiles on PC, and I've been, I gotta, I've been playing some Dead Rising Four because I got free on Humble Bundle. Yeah, I mean, you get a free, you might as well play it. I uh, rolled the credits on God of War. Oh my. <laughs> Um, um, I'm gonna on I'm, this for quite a while. You want to do a spoiler cast today, or do you want to wait later and do a spoiler cast? Oh, I mean, you know what? We can talk about it a little bit, not too many spoilers tonight, and do a spoiler cast later. Oh, you know, I think we're we're at an hour and twenty six. Who? <laughs> took us a long time to get to that news. We can do a small spoiler. You know what? How about we save the spoiler cast for tomorrow? Or not, not yeah, to, yeah. not really tomorrow. We can save it for next week if we need. Okay, yeah. Mouse drop right, we'll again. Try, we'll try and get rid of some of this news that we really don't need. Actually, you know what? I'm, be, I'm going to talk about it a bit. And here's a small spoiler for anyone. If anyone does not want to hear it, go ahead and skip ahead now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put a marker on it to where the time that we start and then the time we stops down in the description uh, of the video, so you guys are down, the episode, so you guys know. Or just, uh, or just skip ahead to one thirty-five or an hour thirty-five minutes. Okay. So, he, here we go. Okay, first of all, I started hating Atreus towards the end. <laughs> I'm <Yes. laughs> kind of right and kind of wrong. How I talked about last week, saying that this is probably going to be Kratos's last game. Okay, I was wrong about that. He's still going to be alive. But we seen in that mural him dying. Yep, I actually thought he was gonna die because of that mural. So, and the fact that I didn't think it was gonna be the end yet because we fought one lesser god, 
and oh, uh, we fought uh, Balder. Balder, that's his name. Well, I guess technically we fought those other two gods, uh, Thor's sons, but I mean, still. And towards the end, when Thor came down, I'm like, all right, okay, I, I want to kill you next, asshole. Yep. And the fact that, and here's a big spoiler for anyone again, skip to 135. We'll say 140 just to be safe. Well, so we'll lay on that one, but. <laughs> but. Okay, let's go. Atreus was originally going to be named Loki. And I kind of yep. figured that out halfway through after he's like, oh, half god. But they're like, his mother wasn't human either. I was like, he's probably, they're probably going to say he's a giant of some sort. I was either Giant gonna, I was either Loki. gonna think that, I well, two things popped in my head. Either he was gonna be a reincarnation of Loki, which I guess he's not really a reincarnation. I guess he'd be the start of Loki. He's the start of Loki. Or he was going to, or I thought that he was gonna be the actual son of Loki and not Kratos. Yeah, I mean, with Atreus being Loki now. Um, I know from one of my other podcasts, they mentioned they talked to Corey Barlog and they said they has ideas for five more God of Wars. To be honest, I think Kratos so, needs to only be in maybe one, maybe two more of those, and I then think, that's it. Yeah, the next God of War is going to be Kratos, and I'm going to call him Loki, but he's going to kind of see the rise of the jokester of Loki in the next one. And then I think something's going to happen, and then that mural's going to come true, and... Kratos is going to die in the next one, I believe. And yeah, it's going to be after that. Too. It's going to be Loki, and that's what we're going to be playing as watching him rise into becoming Loki. Um, so yeah, there's the small spoiler cast. We'll get into a bigger spoiler cast next week or whenever if we have a little bit more time yeah. throughout the week or next week. Uh I tried the Detroit Become Human demo. Yeah, I then? I thought it was pretty good. I tried like four different. Um, scenarios for it. See, uh, of, of the same scenario, but like four different styles of it. Mm-hmm. And I've also been playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So did you buy a Switch then? or No, I'm actually borrowing it from the wife's father-in-law. He's got one downstairs. Ah. And I have to say, this is pretty fun with being able to like throw the hat and get things. See, that was my big turnoff to it. Like, I was joking around about it so much when it got released about that whole, the whole hat thing. And it's, like, one of the biggest things about it. Everybody loves it. I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also been playing Persona 5. So have I. Has it hooked, its, has it hooked me? I would say about 95%. I mean, I, Still better than God of War. God of War never really hooked you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it has its hooks in me. I like I like the way it's going. Um I definitely like a little bit more freedom. I know I was texting you or snapping you throughout the week saying, Oh god, I don't think I'm gonna like the way they're doing it with the police officer going back and forth uh through time like that. But it it's starting to slow I, down. I a lot told more, you it like gets you better. Said. Yeah, it, it definitely has. I mean it I mean, it was doing it like every twenty, thirty minutes and now it's like every four hours it does it. Yeah. I'm about the 20-hour marker, I believe. So mm -hmm. we're just now discovering the second palace. Okay. Where I'm at. So. Um. Quick tech talk. 2018 is still a bad time to build a PC. You you 
GPU prices are still so high because of cryptocurrency miners. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about as much as I'm going to say. Stupid people. Yeah. Um, speaking of PC, though, I've been playing Conan Exiles on PC. And uh, I'm going to say right now, it's like Ark. It's a little harder. I suck at it. I think I started off in a bad spot. I kept getting killed by Exiles. So I'm going to kill that character off and start somewhere else and see if I don't get better. But if you guys like Ark, if you like any of those survival games like The Forest, or anything like, oh, not so much like The Forest, but mm. kind of like The Forest, I guess. But forest. Kind of, like, <laughs> you guys know what the survival games are, are now. Mm-hmm. Kona Exiles are, are that just broken down to the raw general, like, it's Conan. It's the time of... Bar- he's a barbarian. So think of that type of time. You're still building your houses. You're still building your huts. You're still building your fire. Mm-hmm. You have to eat. You have a thirst meter. It's, it is a survival game. Dead Rising 4. Everyone knows about Dead Rising 4. I got free for a Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shout out Humble Bundle right now. If you guys uh, sign up for a Humble Bundle monthly for $12, this month's free uh, game is Destiny 2. Um, so if you guys have been wanting to play Destiny 2 for some odd reason, Humble for Bundle PC? has $12 right now on PC. I, I forgot they finally came for PC for that. <laughs> yep. Took them long enough. So. Um, qu- uh, movie and TV news. Let's get on that. Deadpool 2 is May 18th. It's in seven days. It's oh in a my, week. Oh my, dude. Oh my. <laughs> I'm glad I got Movie Pass. MoviePass.com. Yeah. Yeah, Sign up now, really $10 a month, unlimited sh- movie watching every day. You can go to a movie every day. There's another deal, Deadpool 2, you guys. Uh, it's from Kotaku. We'll link the article down below. With, with it. I don't really want to click on and go into it. But if you buy X-Men Digital on Amazon or Amazon TV, um, you get $8 off of the movie Deadpool 2. Not just, not just X-Men Digital Film. It's also a TV series. Eligible titles... Set so eight dollars for Electra, and you can and it even includes the first Deadpool mo- uh, movie if you buy digital or Logan. Yep. So Matt, you must have the article up. Yep. So and if you want to yeah, so if you, you want to buy and binge watch the first se- season of Legion, great series by the way, you, you get nine dollars off of that. So I mean. You guys can go, if you always think going to the movies is really expensive, this is an easy movie way pass. to com. save money on it. So, yeah, there's also MoviePass, but you, I don't know if you'll have time. If you sign up for MoviePass now, I think you won't get your card till after Deadpool. Uh, that's that's not true. Um, wife, Carrie, she, she signed up for hers. It took hers like five days to get here. Oh, so sign up now then. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I st- haven't. As I'm going to start watching Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. A lot of people I'm say it's an anime. Yep, it's an anime. And one thing that I've been going back because I've been wanting to feel nostalgic is I've been going back watching some old childhood shows. I've been watching Rugrats. I can't believe you shared that Rugrats episode to me on Facebook. You're evil. Uh I'm not evil. <laughs> that was evil. Um, re- uh, the, the episode we're talking about is where Chucky finds a uh, picture of his passed away mom and hands it to, uh, I can't remember the dad's name. Chaz. Chaz. That's the episode we're talking about. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I've been watching like Rugrats, Drake and Josh, things like that. 
Mr. Eric and Josh. <laughs> um, you got anything? Yeah, actually, I got an email yesterday. This is off the press, guys. Uh, Netflix is releasing 13 Reasons Why Season 2 on May 18th, so the same day as Deadpool. Sorry, 13 Reasons Why. You might be a little delayed, but I will be binge-watching you. I'll probably be watching Deadpool first, but <laughs> I will yeah. be binge-watching 13 Reasons Why uh, Season 2. I, I like that series. I like the first season. I didn't think I was going to. I was a fad. Uh, me and my wife, Brittany, watched the first episode, and we fell head over heels in love with it. So I haven't given it a I, chance yet. So Yeah. <laughs> soon as I... As soon as I saw that email that the second season was coming out, I was like, holy crap, I have to share with you guys. Um, we knew the second season was coming out, but we thought I thought personally it was going to be in the summertime with uh, Orange is the New Black and stuff. But, hey, it's here sooner than sooner than later. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we got on news, so. Uh. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. It seemed a little rushed at the end, guys. Um, we're, we're trying to keep it within a certain time limit. Like I said, Next week, we'll have all these game release dates on it. Um, we'll try to trim out some of these news articles that we... I don't know if you guys want to hear about or not. That's the reason why we kind of want you guys to email us in, comment, be like, hey, don't talk about the finances of Capcom or whatever. Don't worry about that. We don't want to hear about that. We want to hear more about Fortnite, or we want to hear more about PUBG, or, hey, we want to hear more what you guys think of the games you're playing. Um, just email us. That's, that's what it's for. Um, or 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 follow us on SoundCloud. Me- mention there, uh, or Facebook, or Facebook or Twitter. Do all those things. Like, um, follow all that stuff. Like to follow. Uh, hopefully, within the next uh, week or so, we'll have our YouTube channel up and going, where it'll That'd just be, be the podcast up there. We might do some live streams. Live streaming will be good, especially if we start getting back into Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Well, and if we all get Conan Exiles. Yeah. Well, good night, nerds and nerdettes. Keep on gaming. Sounds good. Michael and Matt signing off.